The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. It was this day two months ago that a major earthquake struck Turkey and Syria, causing devastating damage and sparking one of the biggest humanitarian crises ever seen. Tens of thousands died, millions lost their homes, and some cities in the region have been left almost uninhabitable. UNICEF is aiming to work with three million people affected by the earthquake, and our own Kira Kelly has travelled to Turkey to see some of the work being done there. She sent us this report, but we start with that moment when the news broke. This, this is News Talk. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Jonathan Byrne. Good morning. A 7.8 magnitude earthquake has hit Turkey and Syria this morning, killing at least 1,300 people. Arrest that was the news we woke up to underway. on Monday, February the 6th. A massive earthquake that hit Syria and Turkey. That earthquake has now killed almost 60,000 people, but it doesn't stop there. million people have been displaced. 1.6 million of them are living in tents. 9.1 million people are in need of help. And an area the size of Belgium or Holland has been severely impacted. On that February morning, UNICEF sprung into action, helping those affected. To date, almost 400,000, including 200,000 children. But they're hoping to help up to 3 million people. I've been travelling in the area with UNICEF to meet people affected and see some of the work that's being done. Hatay is one of the worst affected provinces and the city of Antakya was the city that felt the heaviest force of the quake. I got to witness firsthand the devastation that has hit the city. Almost all buildings are uninhabitable and thousands were killed here. And many left behind are now living in refugee camps. One of those is Huria, who welcomed me into her tent. So Huria, you are staying here for, for how long? Two months? It's been two weeks. And are you living here with your family? Yes, we are six, a family of six people. And all all in this in this tent? In this very tent. All of us, six, and we are, we are good, thanks, thanks God. And you have children? Four kids. And are they going to school here? Yes. Thanks God they are going to school because they were bored before. Now people are taking care of them and we are grateful for it. And you had to come here because did the earthquake destroy your home? Everything. We were in the streets and when we heard that there's this camp, we came here. So we didn't have anything. We first, like, just we were frozen and then we looked for kids first and then came here. We just, like, we were crying for one week because of the freezing cold weather. So cold, freezing snow. We didn't have anything. We didn't have any jacket. We didn't have anything to wear. So. But now that you are here, it's a little bit better. Yeah, it's better than the uh, streets. And thanks so much for coming in, for giving us a voice. Thank you, thank you for allowing us to come in here to your to your home. God bless you. So like I smile, but inside I'm crying as well. So thank you so much. I'm glad that you came. Okay. I'm glad. Children are a key part of the recovery effort, where workers are trying to give kids a sense of normality. School is continuing intense in camps and teachers are being tasked with continuing the school curriculum and continuing to offer psychological and psychosocial help to the children. Marash is another major city affected 
and I sat in on a lesson for kids in the camp there. John, what's happening here? So children are writing letters to their to actually in five years time where are they going to be? They are describing either their drawing or writing a letter to their future selves, to their selves in five years time. In five years time I would like to go to Korea. And I would like to taste their food. I would like to be a meet BTS and I would like to meet them. İstanbul'un Beykoz'unda askere giden abim sonunda geldiği için çok sevindim. I want my brother who is doing his military service in Istanbul Beykoz to be back. I would be so happy. In the area, UNICEF have reached almost 400,000 people, but huge funding is needed to hit their 3 million people target. Peter Power, the executive director of UNICEF Ireland, joined me at the camp in Marash to explain the challenge being faced by the organisation. Peter, I think until you're on the ground here, it's very hard to take it all in. Tell me a little bit about the work that's going on in this camp. Well, firstly, the just uh, the scale of destruction which uh, I saw today was really very difficult to comprehend. You know, so many uh, buildings, uh, houses, communities, schools just destroyed. So many lives just totally shattered. And uh, we worry for the future of the families and children in places like this. We're we're now in a temporary sheltered accommodation, which is uh, accommodating thousands of people just since the earthquake began. And this, we're outside a very impressive UNICEF tent where basically a little classroom is, is functioning like a normal schoolroom to some extent, although the children, I suppose, aren't quite under normal circumstances. No, they're very abnormal circumstances. Many of the children here in this camp, they have lost loved ones, families, parents, extended families. They lost their homes, their families, their communities, and now they're living here in this camp. So they need huge support. And part of the support that UNICEF is providing here is to uh, provide a child-friendly space, a place where children can just be themselves, play with each other and receive psychological and social support. Of course, it is not just cities that have been hit in Turkey and Syria. Rural areas have also suffered massive, massive losses. Renash from UNICEF Turkey welcomed me to one small rural school near the Syrian border. Now we are in a in Injirli village. It is a village of Nurda district of Gaziantep. Uh, in the yard of that uh, school, we have a UNICEF tent. Uh, recently, it served around 240 students uh, from all levels, pre-primary, primary and lower secondary. Okay. And now the children don't want to go inside the school, they are outside in tents because they are afraid? Yeah, there is a building, their building is here. Uh, normally it was lightly damaged, but uh, now it was rehabilitated. But still, uh, students, children do not want to get into this school because they are afraid. The aftershocks are ongoing uh, and children are traumatized, so they don't want to get into any concrete buildings. And, and this village was interesting. This village was, was protected a lot. No one died here. It, it, it, when the earthquake hit, it did okay. But very nearby, it was a different story. Yes, actually, it's so interesting. Uh, as you said, here, uh, no one died and uh, you cannot see uh, so much destruction, but there is a 
village very nearby to here and in that village uh, around 600 people died so it's interesting it's just very random the way the way the earthquake hits there is no prediction there is no one who can know if they're safe or not safe yeah definitely yeah. that's a good example in that village no one died and in the nearby village 600 people died so unpredictable. UNICEF has done tireless work in the past two months since the earthquake, but so much more is needed. So far, UNICEF has raised $45 million, but almost $200 million is needed to help the organization reach their target of helping the 3 million people affected there. Here's Peter Power again. Well, obviously, everything we've seen, seen here on the ground costs a huge amount of money. In this camp alone, uh, there are thousands of families and children. They all need water, sanitation, hygiene, accommodation, blankets, mattresses, shelter, education. So many things they need. Food. And food added to that, of course. Uh, but what they need most of all is, at this time, our solidarity now and into the future. So UNICEF is going to be here for the long haul. We've been here since 1951 and we'll continue to be here for many years providing support for these families and children. And you are doing a big global fund uh, raising push. Yes, we are asking people right around the world and especially in Ireland to support the families and children who've been so deeply traumatised by what we have witnessed here on the ground in Turkey over the last two days. And that's Peter Power there, the head of UNICEF here in Ireland speaking to me. And you can help too. I'm still shook. I'm even shook speaking into this microphone telling you this story. It It is so much different to see with your own eyes the effect that this has had on ordinary people living ordinary lives almost exactly like ourselves. Anything you can do, big or small, your help will go a long way. You can log in to unicef.ie for information to see some of the great work being done and to help in any small way that you can. And that report from Turkey from Kira Kelly. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.